0: Welcome to the Riverdale High A.V. Club. I'm Ezra.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: And we're here to bring you all things Archie. You know you love Archie. And you know you missed Archie. I'm sure it's been a bit since you've had two fun people talk to you about Archie.
1: Yeah. You
0: know we missed Archie. We definitely missed Archie. We had to keep up on our Archie reading while we were on break, so ironically, I did, like, just every now and then, I'd be like, I miss Archie, and, like, just grab a double digest, and just yeah, read was... it, which is not something I really did before <laughs> I, uh, before we took a big break from that. So I really did need to keep Archie in my life. Which
1: Honestly, though.
0: shocked me. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, hmm, what's that red-headed boy up to? All these yeah. fun shenanigans. Well... Normally we do our our little preamble, finding a goof in the room, uh, <laughs> intro kind of bit, but I think based off of what we're planning, we need to kind of jump right into it. Would would you? We've got
1: a real meaty boy to talk about today. Oh yes, the meaty You know, by boys. that I mean
0: Archie. Well, I mean, he's definitely yeah. Andrews. We call him. He gets real pretty. He gets pretty meaty at the end of this comic, if you oh, remember. Um, I do remember. And this is specifically, we're going to talk about one that we technically recorded an episode of, but it's one of those lost episodes. And we've talked about it and referred to it, I don't know, dozens, of, if not hundreds of times at this point. We're talking about Archie yeah. versus Predator today. Oh which- uh, yeah, baby. Is one of my favorite comics of all time. If you haven't read it, go out and read it, but you're about to, so you should still read it. And this is
1: unlike the Archie horror that we, we've we covered in the past, you know, Blossoms, Triple mm-hmm. Six, and whatnot. Yes. This is fully in the, the classic Archie art style, yes. which I think makes it really shine as just a treasure.
0: It really does. I this time even read the introduction because we have a kind of hardcover uh first edition or something like that and uh the introduction is written by roberto uh, roberto edway who if you don't know or if you haven't listened to previous episodes he's uh the creator of riverdale showrunner for riverdale he created Isn't Afterlife he the creative Archie, director
1: right now? And Archie yeah, he's now the
0: creative editor in chief of Archie Comics. our yeah. or crea- chief creative officer. Man, and he wrote about specifically choosing to keep it in that art style to keep it shocking. Which,
1: Which is just amazing, it really because is. some of the imagery we will be uh, covering today,
0: Gets we'll put said. a content
1: warning on this episode, guys. Yes. Graphic imagery.
0: A lot of graphic imagery. Graphic um, audio imagery. And so to start, before we fully dive in, I just need to highlight Archie vs. Predator is uh, done by a fantastic crew of people. Uh, You've got your script by Alex DeCampi, pencils by the incomparable Fernando Ruiz. Oh, uh, so good. Inks Rich Koslovsky, and colors by Jason Millett, letters John Workman. Um, And yeah, so we'll just dive right in. We start chapter one with the gang uh, standing in front of the high school, the sign behind us or behind them, tells us that it's behind us. <laughs> <Tells> the- <laughs> it's
1: right behind me, my classic high school sign. And it
0: says it's spring break, and they're all talking oh, about yeah. their plans for spring break. Wait, is there, like, a banner up? Uh, it's, like, the... I don't know what the hell they call those signs, where oh, you can, like, switch oh, out the letters, I and see. it says happy <laughs> spring break. That makes more sense. Yeah, I get you, though. Yeah, they're kind of discussing what they're going to do. Uh, it sounds like they don't really have any plans, like... Yeah, Just tubing, basically, is their only idea so far. I mean, it's
1: only a week, like...
0: Also, it seems like school just let out, so... Yeah. uh, Cheryl and Jason Blossom pull up in their fancy red sports car. Um, As they pull up, Jason just goes, Got any plans for spring break? Proles? Oh my god! Which I've never seen anyone say that, uh, or heard it, I guess, but presumably it's short for proletariat. Yeah. Which is a very good insult from the boss I feel blossoms. like I
1: remember that language from 1984
0: a lot. Oh yeah, I could see that. Maybe they just got done reading that in, like, fucking civics class or whatever. Yeah. Cheryl then proceeds to tell the whole gang that they're going to the Caribbean yachting for spring break and proceeds to dunk on the rest of the gang. Which, yeah,
1: you dumb idiots don't even have yachts.
0: <laughs> except Veronica definitely does, which is why I don't totally get this part. Yeah. Um, but then Jughead opens a bag of chips very loudly, like it pops, uh-huh. and he has one, a luxury beach vacation that they're all going to go on. Uh, which I love how. I guess shuts up Cheryl.
1: Veronica isn't the one who's like, hey, I'll take us all on my yacht that's bigger than Cheryl's. I know. And it's Jughead wins a vacation in a bag of chips. What is this chips vacation thing?
0: (laughs) I'll take you to my fucking private island my dad owns off of South America. No, we're going on the Tato Chip luxury beach (laughs) vacation. Um, For
1: me and my, what, nine closest friends?
0: (laughs) It's a huge group because cut to them on the beach at a resort we've got let's see uh what is that is that actually supposed to be ethel i think that's ethel betty midge moose dilton archie jughead veronica reggie chuck and nancy and kevin there's actually there's a lot of them (laughs) I, i didn't realize at first that there's two different groups so yeah
1: holy shit
0: So they're just kind of, like, saying things, um, good beach, it's perfect, best spring break ever, Jughead sees mango trees, and is about to sprint into the jungle before they warn him of jaguars. Betty and Veronica- And then they're like, here's
1: a bowl of fucking mangoes, we're at a, like, resort. the
0: jungle, yeah.
1: You can get mangoes here.
0: (laughs) Um, let's see. Betty and Veronica kind of settle into their room- and Reggie, uh, like, I guess was carrying the gigantic suitcase that uh, Veronica brought comically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he, yes. he sets it down for her. And he basically asks, it could be taken many ways, but he's like, Ronnie, aren't you forgetting my tip? He's laying it on real thick. Yeah, um, like classic point- Reggie. Pointing to his cheek. Which I always thought he was being trying to be more suggestive by saying tip, but no. <laughs> and then she literally slams the door in his face. Uh, Re- I
1: mean, Reggie does deserve that, no, to be fair. Oh,
0: definitely. Reggie returns to the cabana to find the rest of the gang, pretty much. It's very strange because Dilton is just talking to Archie about how Dilton is stressed editing the yearbook and it's like yeah why are you doing this here dilton like also
1: since when does dilton do that like yeah betty has always been the yearbook one
0: also why like is he the only person doing this damn yearbook like why is <laughs> why is it over spring break as well that i just don't get that
1: yeah i don't know man i feel like that's a weird pull i don't and i feel like it's dilton they could have had him be doing any number of things that would have made more sense like i'm working on this formula to cure all cancer yeah Yeah.
0: exactly Um, and it would have been like oh yeah classic
1: dilton but he's like i gotta edit the yearbook and
0: (laughs) the thing is too okay so i would real quick before we move on i do need to highlight when they're at the bar uh, there is like a very strong man behind the bar who appears supposed to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger from the movie oh. Predator, I would guess, uh, probably. But Dilton then proceeds to talk about how really all he needs to do, this is this is the worst part. He needs to do the polls for the yearbook. You know, cutest oh, like couple, the, teacher's the pet, the most my popular, or whatever. Yeah. So what they're going to do is they're going to do it among their, like, fucking ten friends <laughs> in Mexico or whatever. That is terrible. While they're on vacation. Like, Archie Archie basically offers to help because Ar- Archie's a good guy and Dilton is stressed, so this way Dilton can have some vacation time. Yeah. There's a thing where Jughead kind of checks in with Reggie, um... Reggie straight up calls himself a sexual tyrannosaur.
1: God damn it, Reggie! Yep,
0: um, Jughead. And wrote that's some pretty one good. One of the
1: early spots where you get a little taste of like, oh, what now? Yeah. Uh, what is this comic now? <laughs> uh, yeah. Did he say sexual? <laughs> is this I an don't. Archie
0: comic? <laughs> it, it gets weirdly hornier than you're expecting. Yeah. It for an Archie comic. Uh, with a scene that I'm about to talk about with Dilton where he basically runs off now that he has some free time. He's got this, like, big metal briefcase, suitcase kind of thing, and he uh. runs off to his room, and he opens this case, and he's, like, crying and drooling as he does, and he says, oh, God. I-, I can't wait to press myself against your big aperture. And he pulls out a telescope. Jesus Christ, Dilton. And you just see him, like... Basically looking into the end of it and screaming yes! Um, oh my god! So yeah, I think Dilton fucks his telescope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that while, seems like it, yeah. Yeah. So while he's uh, also climaxing, I guess he sees a <laughs> green shooting star, which everyone sees.
1: He didn't even need the fucking telescope. Apparently, <laughs>
0: that's a good point. <laughs> Also, to be fair, he never at one point puts his eye against the little Oh my like, god, viewers. he's just,
1: like, humping it?
0: Yeah, he's just, like, holding it like you would a big gun and, like, looking oh my down god. at it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they all see the screen, Shooting Star. Um, I have to highlight, just because you see the yacht, the Blossom yacht, and the way they do Jason in this comic is the funniest fucking thing, because his first dialogue balloon is... I say, Cheryl. I love Jason. like, the most fucking bougie. Anyway, uh, cut to the title page for this chapter, When You Wish Upon a Star, and we see a big, spooky, alien spaceship landing in the jungle.
1: Hell yeah.
0: And you get everyone's individual wish after wishing on the star. Uh, So- Maybe this could be a fun little game. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I can list them and you maybe can take a guess if you want. <laughs> yes, please. Archie, what what do you think Archie wished for?
1: Oh, uh, Veronica.
0: A memorable holiday. Oh, Jesus what Christ. What do you think had wished for?
1: A burger.
0: all so you can eat buffet, so yeah, basically same yeah. thing. Uh, what about Betty?
1: Uh, Archie.
0: Yes, that one you did. Okay. Veronica, this is a very good one. Uh, more money. A kind of flawless victory. Uh, what? (laughs) Because I guess she's got in her head about the, um... Oh, oh, the the mock elections. Yeah. Like, the only way they allude to it is she literally hears Dilton from another building say best dressed, and is, like, leaning out the window and says squee earlier. Oh my god. So yeah. Reggie, uh, what do you think his wish was?
1: Uh, to be better than Archie. Third base. Oh, Reggie. uh, Yeah.
0: And Cheryl's is perhaps my favorite.
1: Um, I don't know, it crushed
0: little people. It is, in fact, death to the proletariat.
1: <laughs> Jesus, Cheryl, death?
0: <laughs> I know. Oh my god, they really play up how arched the blossoms are. Yeah. Okay, so morning, we see Cheryl and Jason arriving on the island. Uh, Cheryl's immediately dunking on the gang and the resort. She's like, oh, we thought we'd stop at your little quaint lodge. And basically, Archie's like, oh, actually, we're really busy today. And when they're trying to dunk real hard on it, they bring up the fashion show. We also learn that the Blossoms are going for a volcano shrine to the local jaguar goddess. All right. Yep
1: introducing a lot of elements into this one
0: just kind of shoving it right in there so the blossoms leave to go to their cool volcano shrine and then uh while i don't even know really what's happening dilton shows up and sees what's going on trying to figure out what's happening jughead is a comically large tower of waffles and this is when (laughs) Basically, Reggie proposes the idea of a fashion show to determine best dress. And it, once again, the group is Nancy, Ginger, Veronica, Midge. Ginger is here? Ginger is there. I think maybe that's... I can't... Maybe Ethel wasn't here at all? I don't know. Yeah, Ginger, Weird. Nancy... Midge, Betty, and Veronica appear to be the girls there. So it's a great core sample of Riverdale High, I guess. Can
1: you imagine like in the fall or whenever you get your yearbook? I don't Mm. know. Um, Spring? Is Mm -hmm. it spring?
0: Mm -hmm. Sometime in the spring, yeah.
1: In the spring, when you get your yearbook, and like every one of the things is just one of the Archie gang. You're like, oh, "Oh, cutest couple! Oh, it's Archie and Veronica. And Archie and Betty! Yeah. Somehow both. Oh, Biggest Eater, J- Jughead, of course. Yeah. and Well, how about, you know, Best, best Dress uh, Veronica. Best Photographer? Oh, no, that's Betty. <laughs> like, most, so disappointing. Most
0: likely to succeed. That's ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. No, that would how suck. How
1: can he even pick himself? <laughs> yeah.
0: But yes, so Reggie proposes this idea for the fashion show, and all the girls are very into it. At this point, though, um Reggie... Says uh, a very gross thing. He basically says, be back in your best outfits. And remember for us, best dressed means least dressed.
1: Cool. Cool, 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 Reggie.
0: And Chuck is straight up like, Reggie, not cool. Good. I don't know what's happening with Archie. He just says shiny and he's got like hearts around his head. (laughs) Presumably it's Veronica's outfit that she showed up in and dazzled Uh the gang earlier. Uh, Betty is like... Okay, so at this point, Betty says, "I wonder what Ethel is up to." So Ethel is here. I just don't know where she is. Uh, Betty goes. She just
1: obviously isn't going to compete in the fashion show. I guess because, it's Ethel. You know, it's um, Ethel. We yeah. don't have to
0: laugh about how unattractive she is. <laughs> I know. Uh, meanwhile, Betty sulks away, and she finds Cer- Cheryl in her bedroom, sprawled on her bed. Oh, cool! Uh, with all of it's, I, no, it, I know it seems like they're gonna just sleep together, but no. Cheryl's <laughs> brought all her good clothes for Betty to wear to win the fashion show, to teach Sh- Veronica a lesson.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, surely out of the goodness of her heart, but no, no, just to fuck Veronica. It's
0: very good, <laughs> yeah, I know. Because she says, "What? it would be a cold day in heck before you helped anyone at Riverdale, why are you doing this? And Cheryl just says, because Veronica Lodge needs to be taught a lesson. Now shut up and put on the chenille.
1: <laughs> I like how it's chenille,
0: too. I know. Uh, Betty basically refuses, and... Uh, at this point, we cut to the contest. And, yeah, they're all in pretty good outfits. I will say Ginger seems to be the most, honestly, interesting looking. Yeah. Until, of course. Well, okay, so first, all the boys give Veronica a perfect score, or in the case of Moose, a six, because she's nice, but she's not my Midge, as he says, which is kind of cute. Love
1: that. Yeah. Um,
0: and then Betty shows up in Doesn't a. Doesn't
1: really. Uh, fit the co- like the contest though it's not like hottest girl contest.
0: Yeah, it's very unclear. I will say I just realized that Veronica is holding a hamburger behind her back in order to get Jughead to vote that's, for her. That's pretty good. It's very actually. good. And then when he's voting, he has two hamburgers for eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I will say, Midge didn't really bring it that hard since she just seems to be wearing a t-shirt and shorts. <laughs>
1: That's a
0: good, Um, but yeah, she knew she'd get at least one ten. It's true. Uh, Betty shows up and she's in a pretty dope outfit. I don't know quite how to describe it, except it looks like if you made a crop top and skirt combo out of the fruit stripes gum zebra.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Now wait, is this her outfit or did she borrow
0: from? Well, you presumably borrowed. Yeah, you'll learn within like four panels. But everyone goes crazy, she gets a perfect score, or, except for Moose, who gives her a seven instead of a six, because, you know, he always liked Betty. Um, Yeah. Betty wins, and then Archie and she are about to kiss, which is pretty shitty of them. When Veronica runs away sobbing, uh, like, pushes between the two of them, Veronica says, like, it meant everything to her, and Betty doesn't even care about fashion, how could she... And then, uh, she- we find out at this point that Cheryl is behind the Chanel outfit, and Cheryl basically just walks out of the jungle with Jason, who has a machete, and dunks on Veronica's mascara running, Uh, Oh my
1: god. And then,
0: (laughs) Veronica, furious at Betty teaming up with Cheryl, leaps at Betty- like, oh my god! on WWE Ready to Rumble style. Jesus, their work done. Jason and Cheryl just leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, Betty and Veronica are like fucking tearing at each other on the beach, um, and meanwhile, there's just a predator in the bushes watching them. Uh, we get predator vision, complete oh, with good. emojis of the predator watching the cat fight.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot that the predator talked in emojis in this. I really don't get where that came from, but whatever.
0: Yeah, um, th- that's fine. Yeah, Archie runs up, uh, t- trips over one of, th- I think it must be Betty's va- bag, and knocks into Veronica, who then clocks Betty in the face with her bag. Jesus. Uh, so Archie lands on Veronica, like, in the waves little mermaid style oh basically God. and they make out as waves crash over them and meanwhile betty sees this with a broken nose and oh run- my and runs into the jungle sobbing uh Jesus. blood streaming down her face uh, the
1: rest of the gang standing around watching all of this happen
0: basically i mean she says betty says i hate you all Reggie says, best morning ever. (laughs) Oh my god. Archie just goes, Betty? And Kevin says, you are such a troll, Reggie. Because I forgot Kevin was there. Jesus Christ. So, Betty uh, is now in predator vision, and she's just kind of sobbing about what just happened. Mm -hmm. Very upset. Very fair. uh, Because she just got her nose broken by our best friend, and no one seemed to give a shit.
1: Yeah, it's not great.
0: Yeah. Um, We then see Cheryl and Jason uh, walking through the jungle in Predator Vision. Jason is singing some made up song like Yoho, Stealing, Tomb Robbing. He's basically just singing about Tomb Raiding. Sounds cool. Betty stops for breath uh, and realizes she's just in front of the Jaguar Temple, which is very ominous looking. Yeah.
1: I mean, at least she's not just lost in the jungle.
0: I know. She at least knows where she is, right? That's yeah. the, That's how you uh, just stay put and wait for someone to come find you.
1: Yeah. Like Jason and Cheryl,
0: mm-hmm. who are on their way now. And actually, on that note, she wonders if they're here. And basically, she it seems like she goes in to make sure they don't steal anything from this ancient temple. Yeah. Sounds like something they would do. And something Betty would do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As she sees this creepy painting of, like, people getting killed and, like, stabbed and burned. She finds a super fancy dagger and picks mm-hmm. it up. And then, basically, uh, she holds it up and says, I, Betty Cooper, call down Jaguar vengeance on nasty old Cheryl Blossom. Hey, and Veronica fuck? Lodge for punching me in the face and kissing my Archie. And then okay. there's, I know, it seems like, what are you doing, Betty? Like, you're just goofing, like, I guess. Yeah. Um, But there's a roar and the curse seems to take hold as she runs out of the temple. Uh, The dagger falls and catches in her, like, ruined clothes without her noticing. So she takes okay. it with her. So
1: she's stealing the
0: dagger. Just mm-hmm. what she wanted to not do. Uh-huh. Uh, we then see the rest of the gang walking through the jungle looking for Betty. Uh, Veronica's talking about how she just feels like such an ass, um, how she never should have like taken a swing at Betty, which never is Never should have true. attacked her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Cheryl just gets me so angry I stopped thinking. There's yeah. some good goofs about Jughead's stomach lum- rumbling very loudly. <laughs> Kevin finds bed. I'm sorry, Kevin finds not Betty clothes, bloody clothes- Oh. Um, but then there, there seems to be a joke where he's just, like, upset it's polyester. Um, <laughs> okay. Then there's a rustling in the bushes. There's a lot of, like, <laughs> red herrings in this part. <laughs> yeah. Where it's, like, rumble. What is that? Oh, it's Jughead's stomach. Oh, it's bloody clothes. Oh, but there's polyester. Like, then yeah. there's rustling in the bushes, and it's just Betty. She comes out, and meanwhile, we start to see all this, like, dripping from the canopy very clearly blood dripping from the canopy uh they all comfort betty apologize ask if she's okay she also apologizes for running off and it's like i think you're good betty but whatever i mean it does sound like that was dangerous i mean that's fair yeah it's just like that episode of post club where how do he defends those two <laughs> girls and everyone gets furious at her for doing so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's those vibes. Fun. Yeah. So basically they are like, oh, are you okay? Did you see any jaguars? Did you see uh, Cheryl and Jason? And they're like, oh no, I haven't seen them. And then we cut to uh, a very gruesome scene of a predator perched in a tree with two partially flayed corpses both decapitated, hanging from the canopy around him. Uh, And then he's got both of their skulls and spinal cords in one hand.
1: Oh boy, and is this Cheryl and Jason? This
0: is presumably Cheryl and Jason. We don't see any bodies or, like, you know, details, but they're missing, and okay, so then the final thing that tells us it's them is we see sunglasses and a machete like Mm. covered in blood, broken in the undergrowth as, uh, the gang leaves. They're like, hey, let's just go home. So they just go home to Riverdale, because the next thing we see is them loading everything into a seaplane.
1: Okay. This all-expense-paid vacation is
0: weird. I know, it's very loosey-goosey.
1: Normally those have like, if you go on these dates to this resort, and like, you don't get to just go tomorrow and then also leave whenever you want.
0: Yeah, it's it seems like they're able to just kind of... Maybe this is one of those things where Veronica did pull, uh, throw some weight around. That's true, yeah. She could have just chartered a seaplane for them. Yeah, definitely. It's not like a nice plane. Like, it is just a seaplane. It's not like her one of her jets. Uh, yeah. This is when, on the flight back, Betty realizes that she still has the dagger. Oh, um, meanwhile, Archie is just like the most vanilla boy. They really play up like the wholesome American Archie teen yeah. in this one, because he's just like, well, I got my wish. It certainly was a memorable vacation. It's like, Get Archie, here, party, Archie. Um, Back in Riverdale, everyone is relaxing at Pop Tate's with some comforting food. You see Jughead with a the burger. They've got. Ice cream floats, french fries, onion rings. We also have a quick shot of the bee running by outside, and it's just very, like, <laughs> okay. like jogging, I guess, in Argyle sauce.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. All right. Uh, they're all talking about how it's just a crazy spring bake and how it's always good to have good people, blah, blah, blah. Veronica, mm-hmm. as Veronica says, it, she's glad to have everything back to normal. We see predator vision looking at her. Shit. I'm not sure, too, if they're trying to. Uh, bury that in there, because uh, when they're heading back and loading up the seaplane, Moose and Reggie are carrying Veronica's trunk now, and Reggie says, "I swear this thing has gotten heavier." And I, every time I read this, I'm like, "Is that did the Predator stow away in her suitcase? Is that oh, what they're saying?" Maybe, because I, I mean, otherwise, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. But it
1: wouldn't make sense for it to get... I was like, is there a body in there?
0: I know. It just seems random that they do that. Um, Weird. But that is the end of chapter one, and now we start chapter two. Nice. We, uh, we, <laughs> we begin media res. Uh, oh. Archie, Betty, and Veronica still in the booth at Pops talking about Cheryl. Uh, oh, Jughead's there, too. Talking about Cheryl and the dress that she loaned to Betty. We get a shot of Predator Vision on a butter knife in Veronica's hand. Um, and there you can see, too, the, like, laser sights of its shoulder cannon, uh, mm-hmm. like, on Veronica. Um, and then Dilton bursts in, um, and he tells everyone that they- He just found out Cheryl and Jason were killed at the resort, and what appeared to be some sort of jungle animal tore them apart.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: And they are like, I never liked Cheryl, but that's awful, <laughs> which is good. Um, yeah. Pop Tate shows up with a big welcome home cake and is like, oh, man, maybe this is the wrong time for this big special cake I made you.
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I know. It's like, I know you just found out some people you know were horribly murdered
0: where you also went
1: to vacation. I <laughs>
0: you know. Maybe perhaps 20 feet from where you stood. Uh, He's like, oh, I don't know, kids. And then Jughead's like, no, cake, cake. Seriously, baked goods are part of my coping mechanism. I have a note yeah. from my doctor. And so Pop Tate gets out a big knife to slice oh it. And then his head is blown up by Jesus. a predator's shoulder cannon. Um, Holy
1: shit. Yes.
0: <laughs> so this is To Live and Die in a Small Town, Chapter 2 uh yeah blood goes everywhere viscera and gore on the table on the cake on the gang veronica is just drenched in blood jesus christ She's screaming you know bloody murder uh kevin handles the situation gets everyone in the back calls because oh, he's a military kid right yeah so i i think in like all all roads lead to kevin no in all the others it's like kevin uh was it? Mr. Keller is, like, the sheriff, but in this one, I think his dad's in the military or something? Yeah. Yeah, so they... He handles the situation, gets them all in the back, calls 911. Everyone is, like, horrified. <laughs> um, Jughead... Understandably. ...grabs the cake. Um, oh, God. But there's a fucking eyeball on it. Um, Kevin is trying to rally the troops, and then Betty like is, like, convinced she knows what's going on. So she steals away Veronica and is like, I need you to come with me. And they basically sneak away and out of the chocolate shop. Okay. Um, she asks for Ron's car keys, and she's like, we're gonna go see Sabrina in Greendale, because I know how to stop this.
1: Is this the part where they just kill Sabrina off immediately, so she can't be,
0: like... Pretty much. The, uh, yeah. what the what deus ex machina there at the end yeah uh betty has to kind of explain that she believes something supernatural is happening um and that sabrina can or she thinks sabrina can help because sabrina's name is in all the voodoo books that are in the library Uh,
1: oh okay
0: at which point ron is like betty cooper why do you know about voodoo books? And we get a brief flashback of Betty sobbing and stabbing a Veronica voodoo doll with scissors repeatedly. That's funny. Um, and Betty literally draws the curtain on that uh, as like on the comic panel was like pulling oh back the curtain over and she's like, oh, no reason, no reason at all. That's hilarious. Very good gag. So yeah, Betty tells Ron at this point that she accidentally thinks she cursed Ron and Cheryl, because she had the knife, she's like, oh, I put a jaguar curse on you. Um, this whole time, by the way, we just keep seeing shots of like the predator in, in like invisible mode, like in the background mm-hmm. near them. It seems to be following Betty and Veronica specifically. Okay. At this point, the cops show up, so the girls are like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here. So yeah. they just take off. Meanwhile... The cops are clearing the place out. There's a lot of characters that are clearly supposed to be references to things, but I don't fully get the references. Oh yeah, um, We're not the
1: biggest predator
0: stand. I know. I've seen it like once a long time ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So at this point, uh, Archie and everyone else realizes that the girls are missing, and he's you know worried because they're the only two people who really seem to care about him um he's determined to find them and reggie disagrees shockingly he's like hey man there's an armed shooter let the police do their job and at this point uh kevin says listen to reggie he's i can't believe i'm saying this the voice of reason
1: i mean i don't know if i'd call him the voice of reason at least right in this this situation
0: Uh, uh we have to just also add that jughead is eating the cake Ah, oh, yeah, no—it's real grim adventures of Billy and Mandy situation. Yeah. Um, but Betty and Ron ring the doorbell to the big spooky Spellman house. Uh, Ron starts basically chastising Betty, and I don't know. She's making fun of how like dirty the house is, and then starts making fun of Betty for believing in supernatural things. Okay. But then the door opens and Sabrina dunks on Ron by basically just saying, your definition of reality is as narrow as the rest of your mind, Veronica Lodge. Um, okay. And then leads them through the house to her room. Um, there's a thing where, like, Betty goes to pet a... set. A cat statue but it's actually Salem and he like scratches her and draws blood I don't know what oh. that whole. I don't know what's okay. up with the Spellmans in this world yeah so basically Sabrina asks for the knife and Betty hands it over and Sabrina's like oh yeah there's some fucking bad juju on this thing and thinks she has an idea the simple solution is to use the knife to kill as many people as Betty <laughs> cursed with the knife um, okay so two i guess uh sabrina has an idea and she pulls out a big big book which if you look at the cover you can see it's literally the necronomicon cool yep uh she starts preparing for a ritual and Ron is, like, not into it at all. She says, I am not cool with this. <laughs> um, That's cool, Ron. And then Ron gets told to shut up by Sabrina, who's wearing a very spooky skull mask. Oh. Yeah, she flips open the book. She's got the knife. She starts doing the ceremony where she's chanting in, like, relay the fucking Lovecraft Cthulhu language. Yeah. Got the knife up. And then the predator leaps through the window. Invisible and stabs Sabrina through the back. Knife falls on the floor and the blade shatters. Yep. More blood spurts only on Ron, (laughs) which (laughs) is (laughs) very good. It's like a direct fountain onto Ron. Like only. But then the predator pulls Sabrina's uh, severed head and spinal column out of her body. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. This is the first time they actually see the Predator, because it, like, comes out of invisibility. Um, They're starting to, like, beg for their life. Salem attacks the Predator, and it disintegrates Salem with its shoulder cannon. At
1: least it doesn't pull Salem's spine out, I guess. That would be
0: very bad. And then it basically just leaves. The girls, like, are, you know, left shivering on the floor. God. Ron asks Betty if she saw it, and then Betts realized she may have actually videoed it because she was taking a video of the exorcism. Why? Well, um, which Veronica asks her, and she says, in case I ever need to know how to do an exorcism. And then, What the
1: fuck, Betty? I
0: know. Veronica asks how come she never gets covered with blood, and Betty just says, because karma. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fair. Um, yeah. While Betty is looking for the video, Ron goes to Sabrina's closet and starts looking for a change of clothes, because she's very much covered in blood. Um, That's fair, yeah. She's very much making fun of Sabrina's outfits, though, dunking on turtlenecks. She just um, died. I know. She literally is like, I'll b- I'm borrowing some clean clothes from her closet. Not like she can use them anymore. Oh my it's like, god, Veronica, Veronica! A woman died in front of you.
1: You watched her die, like, a minute ago. Yeah, it
0: was brutal. Uh, she finds a pretty cute-looking white dress while Betty realizes she's found the video. They... Uh, Take a look, um, and, you know, it's a predator, but they call it ninjas with terrible hairdos. Cool. There's this, like, I don't know, they're talking about the whole thing, uh, because Betty thinks it's supernatural, and Ron thinks it's, like, ninjas, or, you know, not supernatural. I don't know quite what the argument is. Betty is, like, picking up an axe. Meanwhile, this whole time, Veronica is, like, I'm gonna kind of do, say, like, kind of a sexy, like, strip and redressing in oh, front of, okay. like, a shattered window. Like, you see Veronica in, you know, underwear and it's, like, lacy lingerie and it's like, what is happening? It's very strange. Okay. But they're talking about um, having to take care of basically this whole situation. Um yeah. Meanwhile, Veronica has completely redressed herself and while Betty zips the dress up. Ron explains her plan, which is basically that they should hide at the school and make the Predator come to them uh, mm. and have a bunch of, I don't know, boys and other cops and stuff there ready to kill it.
1: Interesting.
0: Meanwhile, we see the Jaguar knife whose blade had shattered. Uh, we just see the blade like reform on the floor. So there is some yeah. supernatural shit going on. Yep. Cut to... Riverdale High School. The girls presumably have already arrived, and they've called everyone there. The rest of the gang arrives, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, so happy to see you." Veronica's like, "Hey, did everyone get our message? Because we're still missing." And then at this point, Midge and Moose show up, uh, dressed as like commandos, and Midge <laughs> says, "Nice, I brought my daddy's guns," uh, which is pretty intense. And then, okay, Midge. <laughs> Kevin shows up, and he says, "I brought my daddy." And his dad is like, and I brought my uncle's guns, Uncle Sam.
1: And uh, his dad's in like
0: full army outfit because he's an army man. They yeah. show Commander Keller, General Keller, the uh, picture of the Predator, and he gives a big exposition dump about Predators and how they oh, okay. So the that's a known thing. Yeah, the government knows about Predators and that they show up every now and then. Veronica says that Predator is the lamest name ever, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's not great.
0: This point we learn the rules for the Predators. They show up when it's hot, which they have been, they dropped hints of that. They show up when it's hot, Mm -hmm. hunt people, but only if the people have a weapon or challenges the Predator directly.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: The other thing he points out is that, given the size of the specimen, it appears to be a teenage predator. Oh
1: god, damn it! Yeah, which is it's something I be miss like every
0: fucking time I read this because it's just fucking wild. Yeah, but yeah. There's also I don't really know what this is. There's there's some weird like B plot that just gets quickly resolved about the Spellman household, but. uh, <sighs> We find out that all of the cops in Riverdale have also gone to Greendale because they found a mass grave at the Spellman house. Oh my god. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. The General Keller decides that one of them should be dressed up as Veronica for bait. Why? What? I do not know. Also,
1: why can't Veronica be bait?
0: Uh too dangerous for veronica but not the bait boy i don't know yeah
1: it just seems like sexism
0: yeah um veronica decides that the only boy skinny enough to fit into her clothes is you guessed it it's a jughead Mm -hmm. he agrees after some light bribery where she'll buy him lunch every day for a year from all you can eat buffets there's a great panel heavy
1: bribery which
0: is just uh, Moose picking up an M sixteen assault rifle and saying "Hoorah," <laughs> which is very oh my good. God. At one point, too, about a, three panels ago, uh, <laughs> Moose—I guess Moose—said it originally. I can't tell. He's holding a squirt gun and he just yells, "I brought my daddy's guns!" Oh my god! Just really playing up the dummy angle. Okay, so the gang gets ready. People, teenagers, are picking up. Big, heavy, military guns. Bad plan. Um, Where's the military? Why are they giving teenagers guns? Uh, Archie and Dilton are the only ones left behind to watch the girls. We cut to out in the streets of Riverdale, where Jughead is doing a pretty decent Veronica impression, where they just put a wig on him, and the only difference is really his eyes and nose. Yep. Ah, here we go. Does he
1: have, like, fake boobs?
0: No, I guess, yeah, he's, they didn't bust him up or anything. That's too bad. Uh, He is standing in the street shouting, kill me, which is rough.
1: (laughs) Just like Veronica always (laughs) does.
0: Yeah. Um, The Predator sees (laughs) the rest of the like strike squad or whatever, hiding behind a car, and then it just blows up the car.
1: Good, yeah. Um,
0: This is when it starts getting very grim. uh, Because General Keller is trapped beneath a large piece of rubble. Moose uh, is... Left pretty okay, it seems, except for the fact that he's got in his lap what's left of Midge. Um, oh God, she was literally blown in half. Uh, yeah, it's it's Yikes. it's really rough, guys. Uh, it's like a uh, entrails spilling onto the pavement kind of scene. Jesus, General Keller is then. Well, I guess General Keller and Moose are both crushed by the car, which comes back down and crushes, you know, lands on them. Chuck, Kevin, and Reggie are shooting, you know, yelling. Uh, yeah. Kevin is crying. Uh, Chuck yeah. is angry, and Reggie is taking a selfie. Good. The predator does like a cool sideways jump through the air and hits all of them. It kills. Reggie and Kevin immediately, just kind of like right through the torso, Mm -hmm. takes off one of Chuck's legs, um, and Chuck kind of crawls up to the predator, and it picks him up by the throat, and he's like, hey, your mama said it was your birthday, and then while it's holding him, he says, so I got you a present, and he shows the grenade of the pin he's pulled, or the pin of which he's pulled.
1: Oh, man.
0: Big explosion, the predator runs off, it's been at least damaged. Um, okay. Jughead picks himself up. He, he made it out surprisingly unharmed um, and starts walking through the rubble and then finds in his purse the jaguar knife. What? Uh-oh. What the oh. All right. Chapter three. This is when it really fucking like pedal to the metal, baby. Yeah. Jughead is making his way through uh, Riverdale that is kind of strewn with destruction. We see a dead Reggie that he kind of is looking over uh, he, he walks up to Riverdale High School, enters and sets off a tripwire and is nearly killed as an like a baseball bat studded with nails swings towards him and then into oh the doors of the school. And we find out that uh, this is a trap. You know, Dilton and, Ju- mm. er, Dilton and Archie set to keep out the Seems Predator. Seems like a pretty
1: bad trap if it didn't kill Jughead.
0: I know. Uh, Dilton runs up saying, we got him, we got him! Um, which is like, uh, a Why little bit too early. That? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But remember, this group was Archie, Dilton, and the girls. Yeah. At this point, Jughead basically informs them all that everyone else is dead. They predator got damaged. He says, I saw its blood, but I think I got it. It got away. Obviously, Nancy has to deal with the fact that Chuck is dead. Yeah. Ginger and Ethel are also there, uh, yeah. as the group. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Betty and Veronica. Yeah. Uh, Jughead suggests that they just leave and go away. Um, and Veronica's like, well, hey, it's just gonna follow them until we're all dead. And he's like, "No, nah, it's Is only it? gonna follow you until we're all dead. Uh, and then Archie gets really pissy and he's like, dude, I just saw all my friends killed in front of me. I'm sorry, Archie. I just want this to end.
1: Yeah, that seems pretty fair.
0: At which point, Archie says something fairly sensible, which he says, we were stupid to even try to fight back. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you were.
1: Well, like, it won't attack you if you have, if you don't have a weapon. I so, know. like, just don't have weapons.
0: Which is literally what Archie says next. He says, we should stay here, wait for the police, and nobody pick up anything resembling a weapon. But then yeah. you see a very spooky Dilton standing in the shadows where it's just his, like, Oh, God, glasses. like the anime
1: villain yeah, thing? Yeah,
0: it's too late for that. The police are no more. The entire Riverdale what? police force uh, went to the Spellman household, if you'll remember, with the, River- yeah. the, the Greendale Police as well. Um, and they were at the home when it all just disappeared. The what? house, the police, the mass graves, all that's left are goats. And I don't really know what what's happening. Fuck? Like, I think maybe every- all of the police got turned into goats, because you do see a goat with a cop hat. Uh... It's very strange. That's a weird I don't get what that B part is. Yeah,
1: is this like a Satan thing.
0: That's my guess. I've never understood it. But at this point, Nancy, Ginger, and Ethel all tell them that they're uh, bouncing, which yep. is very fair. It's yeah. it's great because uh, Nancy straight up says, "I have watched over three hundred horror movies, and teenagers of color never make it to the end." Yeah, they offer for the boys to come with, but you know they stay. So it's. The core gang, plus Dilton, at this point, <laughs> the gang huddles and cries in the corner, and Dilton suggests they follow him to the AV club room. Oh, no. As they make their way, we see some green blood coming from the ceiling.
1: Did they notice that?
0: No. Only uh, only we do. Some good dramatic irony, I know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, they chastise Dilton into turning on the lights in the school because it's very creepy, and then yeah. on the way, Jughead spies a vending machine, and it's mm-hmm. Jughead. Uh, he gets there, he has no money, so he pulls out the dagger from God his. damn it! Yep, and starts rooting around in there. Uh, <sighs> that doesn't for even make sense. No, it doesn't.
1: You just to stab the food out of the vending machine? It
0: seems to work though because he gets a oh Zip God. brand chocolate bar <laughs> that bounces out of the uh, vending machine towards him, and then we get a. Big splash panel of him, like, picking up the chocolate bar and being like, ah, with the knife in the (laughs) other hand and the predator behind him. No! The rest of the group at this point realizes Jughead is missing right as the lights get turned back on. um, Or pretty much right before. Yeah. Archie goes back to get him, and he he slips on something wet. Oh, no. And then finds... Jughead's decapitated head with spinal <sighs> cords stuffed into the vending machine.
1: Jesus! Yes.
0: It's, uh, he also accidentally picks up some of Jughead's entrails, which is rough. Oh no! Archie is screaming about how a gentle soul, how gentle a soul Jughead was, and then we get some weird side stuff about Betty's grandma running over a Yorkie with a lawnmower? oh um where that's upsetting yeah like basically archie swears vengeance and then betty is at the bottom like this is worse than the time grandma ran over the yorkie with the lawnmower and then we Jesus Christ. just like some more side shit where she's just talking to herself so much blood for such a little dog like it's very oh my god betty veronica has a rather heartfelt goodbye to jughead which i do appreciate She says, you know, I always said the junk food would kill you, but I didn't actually want you to die. Mm -hmm. Dilton starts his big, creepy speech, which we've referenced so many times. Yeah, I remember this speech. Where he talks about what it's like to be him. uh, What it's like to be him in the school where everything is about dating and to never be asked. And he's like, I'm a good guy. A real gentleman. I'm already a millionaire from my app store earnings. But nobody picks me. Meanwhile, Archie is comforting and kissing both Betty and Veronica, and it is really gross to me.
1: Yeah, that's gross.
0: Yeah, Uh, but Dilton just continues- Especially since it
1: was his best friend who just died. I know, Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: But Dilton keeps talking about what it's like to be him, and then at this point, Archie cues in and he's like, are you talking about your body swapping machine again? And he's like, no, Archie. I want to be amazing and pushes open the door to the AV club room where you see that he's made a giant Archie mech. And he says- This
1: fucking comic.
0: The immortal line where they're like, uh, basically Veronica says, what? Why is it Archie? And Dilton says the immortal line, don't you realize, Veronica, everything is Archie. Always. (laughs) And he climbs inside.
1: can't get over that line. He
0: opens up this mech and climbs inside and it seems to start malfunctioning or he like can't quite get it to boot up. It's pretty unclear. Uh, but the cannon is firing off just like randomly. and oh no, so, like a weapon. Yep. Um, Archie basically tries to, or he gets Archie to try and help him figure out what's going on. And then the uh, predator jumps through the Fucking, I don't know, ceiling? It's unclear. And starts attacking the Archie mech. It's fucking it up pretty good. Archie kind of like attacks the Predator with this big heavy wrench and takes out the shoulder cannon finally. Yeah. Then the mech powers on its kill switch and starts trying Uh, to kill everyone. Oh no. Uh, so yeah, first it's fighting the Predator though. I don't know. Like, why is that always a thing? It's like in The Simpsons with the Krusty doll. It's like, ah, you gotta set the evil. (laughs) God. Uh, Yeah, but so it just starts trying to kill everyone. It's this big epic fight. The mech fires its rocket fist. uh, And the predator, which was like jumping through the air, has to course correct to get out of the way. And on the way, like kind of chops Archie really bad in the shoulder with its wrist blades. Fuck. The girls run over to to Archie, and then the mech, like, shoots a big net at the Predator. Uh, And before they can run away, though, the mech turns on the group. It's literally about to blow up Betty with, like, a missile. And she's basically able to, like, give it one of the Hulk, like, sun's getting real low and, like, talk it down. Yeah. And, yeah, she says it's, oh, yeah, it's luck. I've got my lucky hair scrunchie. And then she dilt in, I guess, calms down the mech, because then it says cuddle, and she hugs it, um, runs up, and Dilton is like, hey, I've saved us all! And he takes off his helmet, just in time to get stabbed through the back of the neck with the, the jaguar knife that the predator has. It what, did,
1: When did it get the jaguar knife?
0: <laughs> presumably when it killed Jughead.
1: Uh... Um,
0: It rips off Dilton's head, because of course, and yep. is standing over... Thing. The girls and a mortally wounded Archie.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Final chapter. We see oh the boy. Predator uh, still standing over them. It takes off its helmet and we see its face for the first time, which I, yeah, I'm sure you know what a Predator's face looks yeah, like.
1: Like fangy teeth things. And yeah. Dreadlock-ish hair.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Um, Tube hair. I don't know. It's yeah. It's I'm not sure what's supposed to be going on there. Uh, but it holds up the Dilton head and then literally eats the flesh off of it, Ew! which is rough. And then like stuffs the Dilton skull onto its belt. Or I guess it doesn't eat it; it just pulls the skin off with its teeth, which is even worse.
1: Yeah, that's.
0: Uh, Betty fairly passes out because of how horrifying this is. Yep. And Ver- Veronica begs for it to go away. Um, and it makes right, like because
1: they're not armed.
0: Right, it makes like a confused face and then says, Betty? And then puts down the knife and walks away. Weird. Betty. And then Veronica goes, I'm Veronica, you twerp. Um, (laughs) Betty wakes up. Oh, was it all just a dream? Uh, And she's in Veronica's bed and Veronica's wearing a a fancy evening gown. And first we see pictures of Betty and Veronica with Josie and the Pussycats, or Veronica with Sabrina, or Cosmo, or The Punisher, or Lil' Betty and Veronica. But at this point, Betty gets told by Veronica that this was not a dream, and she realizes that the jaguar knife is on the bed next to her. They need to use it to kill someone else, and Ron's idea is to trap the predator in the house, go to the panic room that her dad built, and blow up the house. Yeah. They go off to get Archie, uh, and hook him into, like, this fancy medical machine, uh, that's supposed to, like, heal him because he's very wounded. Yeah. Uh, they also set the house to self-destruct in 15 minutes.
1: That's short.
0: Yes. Love that the house has that built in.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: once Archie's hooked up, he begins to flatline, um, and then Ugh. Veronica, like, uncovers this dial and lit- literally cranks it up to 11. Oh my god. Um, there's, like, tape covering it, and she just, like, takes it off. Yeah. And then after they take care of that, they go to find Betty a new outfit, because as uh, Veronica says, you simply can't dye a department store clothes.
1: I love that.
0: Me too. Um, some real... I don't know. It's No, it's a good, honestly, uh, a good motto. A good, uh, it's very Veronica. It is, yeah. I, I can fuck with that. Yeah. Um... When they run off, we see, meanwhile, in the lab, that there's a little post-it note that Veronica didn't see that says you should never turn the dial beyond four. Uh And then Archie starts basically, like, hulking out. He's like, oh, God, help me. Oh, my God, I forgot about this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then in Ron's bedroom, uh, Betty has changed. She's in this, like, very big, like, layered uh, skirt, which looks pretty good. Veronica has the jaguar knife in her garter, uh, like, belt, and then it has an Uzi, which is pretty good.
1: What? I don't know why
0: she has this Uzi or where she got it. Good. But she's like, all right, we're going out. Get ready for this shit, because Betty's like, are you sure the Predator's here? And she's like, it's fucking here.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And she walks out of the bedroom into the foyer, and there's the predator right the fuck there. And it, like, goes to attack her, and she just whips out the gun, starts firing, like, full clip, emptying it into the fucking ceiling. The predator's clinging to the ceiling. And then Betty comes down to try and help, and she trips over her very big dress. Jesus, Betty. And, like, it rips into, like, kind of more of a skirt. But, I mean, honestly, luckily, because Betty tumbles down the staircase and knocks Veronica right out of the way, right as Veronica's run out of ammo and the Predator has lunged. Shit. Um, yeah, so they are barely making away. Betty says the immortal and amazing put down, you are one ugly melon farmer. <laughs> um, and then gets ready to hit the Predator with her shoe. Good, good. Then the Predator just gets very, very close to her with its gross mouth, and it seems like it's about to eat her. But Veronica grabs her and just starts pulling her away, you know, like pulling her out of the room. I don't know quite how or what happened, but Betty's lucky hair scrunchie gets left behind and the Predator is like holding it and looking at it sadly, I guess. Weird. They're running to the panic room. They're almost there. They get to the door. Veronica punches in the code. The Predator's right behind them. They kind of like fucking Three Stooges, Benny Hill through the door because they both try and go in. Predator sticks its arm in, and then there is a fucking super ripped, big, muscly arm that grabs it. And if you are familiar Shit. with the Predator high five, it's literally that. Yes. Um, and what has happened is that a super ripped Archie punches it in the face. And apparently Veronica literally says, I think I set the machine too high. And Betty just goes, it's OK, I forgive you which <laughs> yeah,
1: is like okay we got buff archie I'm yeah, we good, got a I'm very good. big
0: buff archie yeah it's like literally uh fucking like dwayne the rock johnson with archie's jesus. head um, jesus christ archie goes to fight the predator and they like straight up get in a duel where it picks up a mace and he picks up a big axe off the wall what
1: the fuck
0: because it's just like you know rich people room decorations are old yeah. weapons they start fighting Uh, Archie's honestly doing pretty shitty, uh, but it's pretty great because Ron keeps being like, hey, I got an idea. And he's like, I got this. And then Betty's like, (laughs) Betty's like, gosh, Veronica, let Archie do his thing. Oh my God. And then he accomplishes nothing. Like he throws the axe, misses, knocks down a chandelier and almost hits himself with it. And then the predator just punches him in the stomach. And, uh, Veronica says, yeah, his thing is going so well. And she pulls out the jaguar knife and is about to stab the predator in the back with it. But then she freezes and some blood runs down and the predator has stabbed her in the stomach with its
1: holy shit
0: wrist blades. Um, and it's like holding her as she bleeds out and it goes like, And then it gets punched by Archie. Um, they're fighting again. Uh, Archie throws a bust of Hiram. Um, oh my God. And it's like, He catches its fist right before it's about to hit him, but then its wrist blades come out, and they're about to kill Archie. Betty jumps in, holding a katana and the jaguar knife, but then it cuts off her right arm, um, which is holding the katana. Uh, Holy shit. At this point, Archie's like down, the predator stabs him in the side of the head with its wrist blades, and his entire head explodes. Oh, my God. Uh, Betty says, you know, horrified, says, you killed my Archie, goes to stab it at the same time that Veronica, on her last bit of strength, picks up the big fucking mace, clocks the predator over the head with it. Damn. The, the, I, she gets a great line, says, always liked maces. Daddy said they weren't a lady's weapon. Yeah, good. <laughs> I
1: love Veronica. She's
0: the absolute best the knife, like, in the predator kind of, like, turns to smoke with, like, a little skull and crossbones in it.
1: Oh, so it's been activated or it's done De-activated, with its Deactivated, yeah, yeah.
0: And then I'm just gonna read, like, some of the dialogue between them because I always love when they get to, like, bond over or, like, yeah. talk about Archie. Yeah. So you have Veronica's, like, dying in Betty's arms and she says, Archie, he was the best of all of us, devoted to his friends, always looking out for us. He was never mean, not even to unpopular kids. That's sure, not true. I know, right? <laughs> sure, he couldn't make a decision, and he'd trip over a line in the sand. But he had really cute freckles on his shoulders, and then Betty <laughs> snut like snuffle oh, Veronica, You understand? I thought you. I never thought you really understood why I loved Archie. Which I just love that moment. Yeah. But yeah, they uh, Ron is like. Hey, this house is gonna blow up, I'm gonna die, go get to the fucking panic room, Betty. Betty is, like, refusing to leave. Um, but then the predator's there, and it's also like, Betty, go, Betty lives, which I- Wait,
1: <laughs> is the predator alive?
0: The predator's still kind of alive. I um, thought
1: she stabbed it and it made the knife go away.
0: It did make the knife go away, but I guess you don't have to actually fucking kill it or whatever, who, who okay. knows? Um, but yeah, so Betty, or the Predator and Ron are insisting that Betty go in the panic room, and then we just see the house explode, go up in an inferno. Yep. Ron wakes up in the panic room, whole again, um, and Betty tells her that she used this fancy machine to heal them, and you see that Betty even has her arm back.
1: Oh, right, I forgot she had her arm cut off. I know,
0: because there's this whole thing in this, uh machine where she read the manual that can do facial and body reconstruction. And then Betty shows Veronica that she's been using the machine to turn the Predator into Archie.
1: This fucking comic.
0: The end, my man. What is the fucking end reaction to that? is the last thing you see is a predator's face the halfway through facial reconstruction. I, I think she thinks Betty's like snapped at this point. Uh which is fair. Jesus. Yeah, I think as far as Veronica knew, she was, like, dead, and then she wakes up, and her best friend's dragged her into a panic room where she's turned a predator into their dead boyfriend. Jesus Christ. It's (laughs) it's rough, but yeah, there you go Archie versus Predator. And there's, like. Now
1: you know why we reference this all the fucking time. Yeah.
0: um, If you can get your hands on, too, this, like, uh, hardcover deluxe edition that our mom got us, it's really great because they have uh bonus comics in the back and one of my favorite bonus comics of all time is Sabrina meets Hellboy
1: oh my god
0: and it's the art style of the chilling adventures of Sabrina graphic novel where Hellboy comes to fucking like check up on Salem and Aww. it's the best thing basically yeah i don't know it's we'll i will cover anything. that in a future episode it's literally a page like it's just so much fun if you can even just nice. find sabrina meets hellboy it's very worth it uh, but yeah there there you go gang you finally know the wonder that there's is Archie a lot versus going Predator. on here and let's not forget there's Archie versus Predator 2 which I have not read uh, I don't know if you've read it yet
1: I haven't yet but I will be talking about it next week
0: yeah I'm so... thrilled because I have I read the first issue of that when I didn't know it was like a sequel series. And I was so fucking confused and lost. Yeah. I know there's, like, they go down Memory Lane and end up oh, in Oh, fuck! Riverdale. Memory Lane! Yeah, yeah, they go down Memory Lane and Hell end yeah. up in Riverdale. Okay, but, here's like, what I'm thinking. A different Next alive.
1: we'll cover the second volume and then... We'll we'll do, like, a Talking Red discussion of both. Yeah, that I sound In, that. like, a third
0: episode. I can also go through some of the better uh, bonus comics, because there's nice. a, like, new Lil' Archie meets The Mask, which I don't Jesus know if Christ. you've read The Mask comics, but they're incredibly NSFW. Good, good. Yes. Uh, but I think we've gone plenty long time for uh, yeah. this episode, so I think we'll probably I know we'll we've got a lot go to ahead. unpack
1: here, so yes. future Talking Red. On uh, Archie versus Predator.
0: Yes, uh, but yes, I think that can probably do us. So, without further ado, we can just start getting into our wrap up.
1: Yeah, um,
0: it's been such a long time that I almost forgot that we have wrap up. I know, do. me
1: too. I was like, "What's he doing?" I know. <laughs>
0: Um so as always you can find all of our stuff at various places around the internet but the best place is going to be our website that is riverdalehighav.club that's got our social media our email our patreon every episode we've ever done all the, all good, the stuff. good stuff um speaking of our patreon if you feel like it go ahead and check it out uh as yeah i'm sure you could probably guess we might be a few months behind on our bonus content but we're going to get back right on schedule Uh, just like normal and get some new fun bonus episodes to our lovely patrons. Uh, I don't want to belabor any of those points too much. If you can be a patron of ours, we would really appreciate it. We totally understand if it doesn't work for you right now. Um, if you want to share the show, we always appreciate that. That's the best way for us to get new listeners. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: uh, maybe if someone is a big fan of Predator... Uh, you can be like, yo, yeah. did you know that they did an Archie comic and these two siblings talk about it? And it's really funny. So show that them would be fun. this episode. That is all that I have. Do you have anything else, Megan? I do not. I just want to give then one last big thank you to all of our fans and listeners who were so kind and courteous and just let us take some time off and get back in a recording kind of way. Yes, um, and we now really that,
1: appreciate it. Yeah. And we love you.
0: Yes. And it. It's good to be back, and we're going to try and not take any more big breaks uh, (laughs) for as long as we can. Yeah. So, uh, without further ado, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I've been Ezra.
1: And I've been Megan.
0: And we'll see you at the chocolate shop. Bye! Bye Bye-bye!
1: Yeah, it's very good. I'm going to text Maddie to bring me some water because I forgot to get water.
0: Good, thank you.